Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Before today's episode, we want to shout out a couple of our Patreon sponsors. Patreon is the way that we fund the things that we do at The Sartorial Geek, and if you want to see this community continue to grow and help us be able to pay for the podcast editing and our website hosting and really fun things like that, you can head to patreon.com slash sartorialgeek and check out all the cool rewards we have there for you. This week, we want to thank Amy, Don, Dominique, Caitlin, Cami, and Anne. We really appreciate you and we hope you enjoyed the episode. What is Northwest Nerd? It's musicians transforming classic 8-bit melodies into full symphonic concerts. And now they hear a 90-piece orchestra playing it live. It's quite a different sensation. I see grown men weeping. It's the small town that, despite what others may say, it insists it is the, quote, real Springfield. A lot of it's urban legend. They were like, hey, that's us. They weren't Johnny-come-latelys. These are the stories that make us nerds. This is Northwest Nerd. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan Denae, and I am so excited to be here with Sidewalk Furniture, a nerdy punk band. How are you all? Yeah, we're doing good. Hey, doing good. Hey, we're all right. Yeah. This is the most people that I've ever interviewed at once, so I'm excited to see how it goes together. (laughs) Would you all mind introducing yourselves? But I'm actually not sure what the best order is. I guess we can just, someone can start talking and we can... See how it goes. Hi, I'm Riley. I'm Shelby, the bassist. I'm Shantae, the guitarist. And so we have actually been trying to uh, get this together for the past year. I think Riley reached out to me about a year ago when your album was coming out. And now we are at the one year anniversary. So I finally got my life together enough to have you guys on. But congrats on one year of having your first album, right? Yep. It's been a year as of yesterday, April 15th. Oh, wow. You're keeping track? Well, I made all of the album announcement graphics for the Instagram. So I remember April 15th very vividly. That's so exciting. And like, I'm sure it wasn't easy having something like I remember a month into the quarantine that it was really hard to like announce things and have exciting projects in this time, but that's so exciting that it happened. And like music, I guess, is one of the things that has sort of been a thing for a lot of people that has like helped us in these lonely times. So can you describe the type of music you all do and and how you got together and how you started this band? Yeah, I can do like a little briefing. So we're Sidewalk Furniture, so we're a nerdy punk band, and we're actually located in Durham, North Carolina. And a lot of our songs are going to be, as I just said, nerdy-based. Um, we have songs about, like, Star Wars, about Stranger Things. I'm sure I'm missing Star Trek, of course. I mean, a lot of nerdy stuff, even just going down to, like, physics, general physics. So we have a lot of different songs like that. And how long have we been together, Riley? I think... Let's see. I think it was 2014 that we started playing together. 
But we didn't go punk until like 2017. A couple of years later. Um, as far as the genre, we're kind of like all over the place, but we tend to stay in like a, a bit of harder, like harder types of music. We do punk, mostly like hard punk, some heavy metal, but we've also ventured into blues with uh, some of our songs and a couple of them are much softer. So Our genre is all over the place, but overall we call ourselves nerdy punk, basically. <laughs> Yeah, you had been to it. That's all. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Were you a nerdy band the whole time or did that sort of evolve too? I think just by virtue of who we were, we were always nerdy. (laughs) But yeah, from the beginning, that's pretty much what we were. Although before we went into harder music, we were more of a folk band. So like acoustic stuff with a instruments that we just played in the living room very quietly yeah a little bouncy bass <laughs> that's really it i know riley has their own like a uh, band empty disco that we played a couple of songs with and then we were like you know we want to do a little something else we want to do something more us more nerdy and that's when we started going into like that punk side yeah the way i remember it happening is you know we had become friends i had some songs that i liked playing and you all would play them with me sometimes and then Shantae and Jelby were officers in the school's science fiction and fantasy club yeah and they were planning this event it was like an art gallery show and they needed entertainment and so there was this idea like oh let's like play these songs that we've been playing together at this event we had the idea to start writing to write some nerdy songs for the event and then we just kept doing it and like somehow became like a nerd rock band what's the word filk like nerd folk yeah yeah and then over time it just got more the tone of the music got a lot yeah for cooler i think that's so awesome do you all write together or are there certain members that write all the songs? Riley does most of the writing. I did one song and I think Shelby did two, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Riley mostly does the writing, but we kind of work together-ish, right? We give like ideas and concepts for songs. And then a lot of times Riley will kind of take that and go with yeah. it. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll, of course, like say, oh, maybe not that <laughs> lyric. <laughs> We're very particular about what we do because we're like, we need to make sure <laughs> this really fits like what's going on in the like the show or the movie that we're, we're thinking about for the song. Yeah, sometimes they'll have they'll ask me to write songs about stuff I've never seen and they'll give me like, you know, lines and ideas to start off with and I'll try and write it and they'll be like, um, that's like not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't seen the thing. So yeah, I do a lot of the sort of initial idea of the song, but then we do a lot of editing together and everyone writes their own parts. And so the way it ends up sounding in the end is definitely a collaborative thing. That's so cool. Do you all have like different, I guess, like parts of pop culture that you're more into or are you all kind of into the same shows and movies and characters? That's a great question. I can start off with with what I like um, in regards to like nerd and geek. So I'm really into, I love Animal Crossing for one, playing, I love that video game. And then my big thing is like, I love Pokemon. I love playing Pokemon games. Right now I've started playing uh, Pokemon Ruby and that one's been really fun. But most of it has been just like, um, like Stranger Things and used to love Doctor Who a lot as well. So that kind of plays a role in how I write my music as well. I guess I can go next. 
Shelby's more on the science fiction side. I'm more on like, I, I love horror first and foremost. So a lot of things I'm into would include like horror movies that the other two have never seen. But one thing that I wish we had gotten a chance to write, to write a song about before the pandemic was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That would have been a great topic for a song. Yeah, uh, generally horror, fantasy, stuff like that. Video games. We've like started multiple Buffy songs. It hasn't sparked yet, but I feel like when we finally get it, it's going to be like incredible. So I'm less deep into nerd culture, except for Star Trek. Everything they've ever put out, except I cannot get through the original series. The acting is too slow for me, but I'm the deep Star Trek fan. That's why we have two. I think we have two Star Trek songs on the album out of 10. <laughs> I think I've, I've seen all of Stranger Things. Like I've seen all the Star Wars movies. We have a Ghostbuster song that I wrote because I just loved Jillian Holtzman and I want to be her when I grow up. And so I wrote a song about that. That's awesome. That's like a really, you all covered most of the main things, which is so great. Do you all have, do you each have like a favorite song from your album? Ooh, oh, that's a good one. Also favorite is a hard word. It can just be one you like <laughs> if that's too much pressure. I like pretty much every single one of them. I think the one I listen to all the time, it just like resonates so much with me, even though I've never seen really Star Trek, is Jadzia. It just sounds so good. The song itself, and I can just like feel it basically. It's just like that like hard rock. I'm really into like that type of music where it's like the bass and the guitar, just the core notes and it's just like the same thing, sounding melody, but it just sounds so good. Riley, you do an awesome job at singing it. <laughs> so I just really love that one in particular. I love Jazia too, but if I had to pick a favorite, it actually wouldn't be a nerd song at all. My favorite would probably be Not Scared. It's got a similar sound to Jazia and then it's a bit darker. And I just think it's great. I don't even know how to describe it. Dark punk sort of song. It reminds me a lot of like early 2000s emo rock. Of course. My favorite song is Anarchist DMT because I laugh every time I listen to it. <laughs> and it's also not a nerdy song. It's about like a trope, I guess. And that's also the song that like the nerds love our nerd songs, but the punks love Anarchist DMT. <laughs> it's about anarchists who become like street medics and it's just got a bunch of like jokes in it. Yeah, that one's definitely my favorite. That's so awesome. <laughs> I was also going to ask, where did the name Sidewalk Furniture come from? It's not a nerdy reference, is it? Or is it? Uh, that's a funny story, actually. I don't know who wants to lead that one off. Well, I guess I can since I, since I brought it up. But uh, before the word <laughs> band, uh, we were just a couple of friends that were looking for something to do when we were in college. And we had the idea to like find furniture at dumpsters and refurbish it and sell it at flea markets. And um Somehow that ended up morphing into a band name where we kind of coined it from that failed business that we did. And we ended up calling ourselves Sava Furniture. And we started to incorporate it into shows. I think Riley once said that, hey, we're, uh, we're just that furniture that you find on the sidewalk. Kind of smelly, but uh, still useful. <laughs> I think that's, that's a story. Yeah, basically. I think we didn't know what to call ourselves in terms of a name. And we were thinking about making a website for the furniture business. And we thought it'd be kind of funny to have a website that did both. And then ultimately, like we stopped refurbishing furniture. Although I still have pieces of furniture that we worked on in my house. So it was a short lived but passionate venture. <laughs> I love that. I was like trying to figure out if it was some type of nerd reference that I just wasn't getting. <laughs> so I'm glad that I wasn't just missing it. 
That's great though. Like that's so cool that you all have been friends since college. That's really awesome. So with your first album coming out right kind of as the pandemic was happening, like how have you all as a band been like, I guess, sort of dealing with this? Because I imagine it's a lot of shows normally and that has all kind of had to shift. Like, have you all been doing like virtual things and stuff for the past year? Not really. So we put the album out. Part of the rush to get the album out is because I was leaving the state to go to grad school. So we're based in North Carolina and I was moving to Virginia. And so we wanted to get the album out and have time for like a summer tour. In March, shows got canceled, but we didn't think it was going to, obviously no one thought it was going to last this long. I remember it being such this big decision to like not wait the, for the pandemic to end before we release the album. And now I'm really glad we did that because we would never have put the album out because we couldn't have a show. So we haven't even been able to practice since it started. Yeah, not together, but I do it on my own time. I guess everyone else does too. So um, hopefully we won't miss too much by the time we meet up again. I've definitely like written, I think, five or six Sidewalk Furniture songs in the last year that they haven't even heard because we just haven't gotten together to practice. We had a cool song we were starting to work on right before the pandemic, which is all about like, um, what was that, Zombie Moose or whatever? What was it? I loved it so much and I wish we could have done more with it before everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that dad rock song. Oh, and Heat Death. That was a great one. Yeah, we had a lot going on. We had a song about, was it a virus that like basically turned moose in Canada into zombies? That sounds awesome. <laughs> I know. I saw pictures of it online and I like, we created this whole story about like a scientist who unleashed the zombie moose virus. And then I had written a song about, I read the Wikipedia page for the different ways that people predict the universe to end. That's our physics song. And I wrote a song about like the heat death of the universe and like, which of those ways would be cooler Hopefully we can get those recorded. I know like planning anything still is pretty hard. Are you all going to try to do like a an anniversary tour or something when things open up again or just kind of waiting to see like what happens? I mean, it would be awesome to be able to get together and do a show. I know some places are starting to open back up. It depends, right? <laughs> I think we're all vaccinated, so that's not really necessarily the problem. I think it's a matter of, um, is anybody else, you know, comfortable? And that's always been a thing for us, is making sure everybody's comfortable with it. So We'd also have to practice. I mean, our drummer moved to California. Like, we'd have to relearn all the songs, I think. Yeah, that's such a wild thing about how long this pandemic has been happening and like how many things in all of our personal lives have changed over the past year. Like same here, I have so many projects that look very, very different, you know, a year later than they did a year ago. But I guess that's like the wonderful thing about music too. This is already recorded and it's already, you know, available. So at least like, I'm really glad you were able to record it before everything shut down and you weren't able to play together again. So it's been out for a year. Where are the places that people can find you all and your music online? So our music is on Spotify. We do have our music on Spotify. We have our music on Spotify. We have our music on Bandcamp. So you can, of course, find it there. And then we have our website, sidewalkfurniture.com, where we post a lot. Well, we haven't done it in a little while just because of the pandemic and everything. 
But um, we posted a lot of like behind the scenes stuff while we were making the album and posted a lot of like the things that we created. We created a, um, a zine. Yeah, there we go. I couldn't remember what it was called. A zine. We posted a zine where we like created it for each of the songs that are on the album, like a specific page. And it's really cool. So I would love for people to check it out because we spent a lot of time on that. We're really excited about it. But yeah, most of our stuff is on that website and we have Facebook and Instagram. I think it's all Sidewalk Furniture as well. Sweet. Do you all prefer for people to follow like the band in general as opposed to like all of you separately? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I do not have much of a social media presence. (laughs) That's totally fine. (laughs) Yes. And send us your pictures of furniture on the sidewalk. We love posting them on our Instagram. That's so fun. I love that so much. And then you have been so kind to give us some codes that we can give away to some of our listeners for access to this album. So if anyone listening heads to our Instagram, when the episode comes out, we'll have a little giveaway. So thank you all so much for doing that for us. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we want to have more nerdy people listen to our music for sure. We spent like six years on all these songs and well, I guess seven years. Well, we haven't really done anything, but it would be nice to have more people actually listening to the songs that we created (laughs) and have fun with them, vibe with them. Maybe even say that's not the right thing that happened in the show. And that's perfectly fine, too. Yeah, we love arguing. Argue with us. No. Start an argument in their Instagram comments, please. That's so awesome. Yeah, I hope we can. Uh, I feel like we'll connect some uh, some fellow geeky music lovers with you all. So I'm really excited about that. And hopefully there's a world where shows can happen again. And hopefully some of our listeners yeah, can be. see you in person. That would be so awesome. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> Thank you all so much. And remind me the Instagram again, it's all at Sidewalk Furniture. I think so. Yeah. And it's sidewalkfurniture.com. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. I hope everyone enjoys listening to your music. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. If you want to hear more like this, you can subscribe to the Sartorial Geek Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to help us out, you can leave us a rating or a review or head to patreon.com slash sartorialgeek. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye.